Welcome. You're listening to the Consensus State Change Podcast, an interview series inspired by the emerging decentralization phenomenon. Today on State Change, Tim Coulter, the developer behind the Truffle Development Framework. Thanks for joining me, Tim. Hey, good to be here. So Tim, recently Truffle was included in the Azure Marketplace, the Microsoft Azure Marketplace. What uh, what does that mean for Truffle and, and what is your view on what that means for the Ethereum ecosystem and developer base? Uh, this means great things for Truffle because it brings... Uh, the development framework to thousands of other developers who work within uh, the Microsoft space. So Microsoft's uh, products are great for the enterprise, and uh, this brings Truffle directly to them. And uh, this isn't just good for Truffle itself, but it's also good for Ethereum because it's not only bringing developers to Truffle itself, but it's bringing developers to Ethereum, which is a great thing. So as a layman, I don't fully understand what a development framework is. Can you explain what uh, Truffle's goals are and what it enables developers to do? So it's 2017, and in any other development language or environment that you use, you have a lot of features and functions provided to you. certain expectations that developers have. That's uh, the very basics from just turning code that humans can read into something that the computer can understand, but also other higher level things like managing that code, managing the artifacts of uh, compiling, um, and doing things with those artifacts that eventually turn into a product, um, a product that consumers use. So when Ethereum came out, which was deployed in um, June of 2015, uh, it, was, it was called the Frontier, and it was called the Frontier for a reason. It was the Wild West of Ethereum. Of Ethereum. And uh, there were a lot of things that we needed. The Wild West, meaning you were doing stuff on your own, you were making, you were, you were bundling those artifacts, you were using compilers that hadn't really been uh, tested very much yet. And... Uh, you really had to figure all this stuff out for yourself. And that's where I saw myself. That's where I was. So when I was going from project to project, some smaller projects, trying to figure out going from Web 2.0 to this thing that we're calling Web 3.0 or Ethereum, when I was trying to figure out how to do that, I had this uh, set of scripts that would do each of those pieces for me. It took me, like right when I started at Consensus, I... I banged my head for a while and finally came out with a set of scripts that did what I needed enough, like just the basics. Um, but as I moved from project to project, I kept adding to those scripts. And so I would copy all of them over, add more features, next project, copy them over, add more features until finally I decided that this needs to become a product of its own. And Trouble was born, released it. People started using it, and since then, the goal is to make developers' lives easier, uh, or in other words, bring Ethereum programming uh, up to 2017. So the thing about that is it's, 
Truffle is not just doing this in a vacuum. We're not doing every piece of it. Of course, Truffle's not building the compiler, but it's interacting with the compiler, may even interact with different compilers as other languages come in. We're essentially trying to grease the wheels and make everything about building an application within Ethereum as easy as possible. So all you really have to worry about is your application itself. So how does Truffle relate to the uh, the Solidity plugin for Visual Studio and also to uh, to block app Strato, which is also offered on the on the Azure marketplace. So those there those are a few um, different things, possibly with different goals. The Solidity plugin for Visual Studio, if we're talking about the same one, I, I've talked to the uh, the maintainer of that, Juan Blanco, and he wants to turn that into a Truffle project or use parts of Truffle so uh, you can so .NET developers can take advantage of all the things that Truffle, Truffle provides. Um, so they'll soon, if I understand correctly, be similar things, but one of them within the context of Visual Studio itself. As far as Block App Strato, uh, that's, uh, that's a, a different beast. Now, I'm going to be talking from my understanding of what BlockApps does, so it may not be 100% um, correct, but they're trying to be both an Ethereum provider uh, or hosted service for Ethereum blockchains, uh, specifically private Ethereum blockchains, as well as a, um, a different way of interacting with those. And... The way you interact with those is over uh, an interface uh, that is supposed to be easy um, to understand from a, a Web 2.0 developer's perspective. But because they're interacting with those blockchains differently, they need to create the tools that, uh, that effectively uh, do the same thing as Truffle, but for their specific uh, blockchain itself. So, so Truffle and Block App Strato don't necessarily go together, although there can be things we could write to make them interact. Uh, but they don't fit together like a puzzle piece right now. So can you tell me a bit about what it took to develop Truffle? You've compiled its components over the course of almost two years. I, I, I sometimes wish I can tell people that beyond the horizon, our plan is this. Or this is this is our future high level goals. The the way that I have to work when building Truffle is usually uh, closer to what I can see right now. And and what I mean by that is is that when we're you know I, I made the the reference that we're trying to bring Ethereum development to 2017. That's a lot of hurdles to get over, and we're effectively going from a development environment that was, you know, I, I don't want to say 1960s or whatever, but um, we barely had the compiler down. So you know, we're going from a, a, a development environment that feels old to building all the tools that, devel that developers rely on day to day and having those available now. So there's always work to be done and there's not necessarily an end in sight. Uh, for instance, let me give you an example. We're on we're we're about to get to Truffle 3.0. It's actually been in beta for uh, quite some time, and the innards of 
how Truffle was built have changed um, completely over that time. And a lot of that is trying to figure out exactly how to manage the, the artifacts that come from compilation and deployment uh, of contracts and, and figuring out how those apply to the applications that you're trying to build and then the applications that everybody's trying to build. So different contexts, different applications. How can people leverage what Truffle provides in all of those situations? And so there's a lot of learning and a lot of reworking and restructuring and that's what we're seeing with, with each version of Truffle. And so as, um, as you might know, developers are some of the hardest customers to please uh, because once you solve one problem, <laughs> there is usually another one that needs to be solved. So once you get past uh, one issue, it's like, that's great, but we need this too. And um, so, so that's the, the kind of environment we're working in. Uh, one, we've, we've managed the artifacts. We've got that down. You know, now we gotta, we have to manage artifacts for, for different networks. Cause maybe you want to deploy to the live network or the staging, Ropsten staging network or your own private network. And you want to, or maybe you want to manage multiple deployments throughout all of those. But, but now we're at a point where, okay, so Ethereum development is, you know, really taking shape. How can developers share code? So now we're coming up with a package management solution. And a package management solution is a really hard thing to build, not necessarily because it's technically hard, but because the whole community has to agree on it. So, so now we're getting there. But then it's like, well, developing contracts is hard because you, you're kind of running this code in a virtual machine that you don't have a lot of access to the innards or what's going on inside. So how can we debug our own program? Well, that's one of the next things that's on the list for Truffle is an interactive debugger. And of course, this is going to be built in a way that uh, the whole community can use. So building, to, to kind of go back to your original question, building Truffle is tough and, and there's no real, there's no end yet. Um, we're going to continue building tools that solve people's problems, ideally make development a breeze. And then, uh, you know, if we, if, if we feel like we've succeeded and have nowhere else to go, then, uh, you know, maybe we'll go from there. But, uh, but so far there's, there's so much work to be done. Sounds like fun. <laughs> I have a, I have a great time doing it, honestly. And to, uh, to see people actually use the software and, and, and tell me that it saves them so much time or this is what brought them into Ethereum or like it was, it's, it's crazy to just build this thing that started at a, started out as a couple scripts and, and then, and then there's this community is just kind of building itself. It's like this field of dreams. It's, it's very rewarding. Speaking of that, 30,000 downloads. That is crazy, man. What, what does that imply about the size of the Ethereum developer base? Uh, well, first, first off, yeah, it's totally crazy. And this is the biggest piece of software that I've ever written. This means that, uh, well, so if you, if you look at the downloads, um, I've recently been graphing these out. And you can see how, how our, our number of downloads per month is increasing. And from, for the first year, which is from about June 2015 to uh, June 2016, it was kind of, you know, there weren't big, uh, there, there weren't big 
hills. And so it, if you look at that, that kind of, it kind of stayed flat per month, just kind of average downloads, the same, excuse me, the same thing. It, it kind of stayed flat, average downloads per month, kind of a, a flatter line, um, but still being downloaded. And then June 2016 happened, and uh, that was when we released Truffle 2.0, and things started going crazy from there. So it was you know, 1,000 downloads this month, and then 2,000 downloads this month. Uh, it, it looks like every three, hit, three months now, we seem to hit a newer, a higher peak. And so, you know, a, a peak of 1,000, then a peak of 2,000, peak, peak of 3,000, and uh, we've just hit our peak of 4,000. And so, as far as what this means, uh, we're, we're looking at the download rate of other tools in the space, and there are other tools. And it, though their download, you know, their rates aren't going down. So it's not like we're poaching those users from any of the other tools. Well, what this means, it, very obvious, is that more developers are coming into the space. And as far as I can tell, when developers come into the space, they're looking at Truffle more than any other tool. But this is so many developers. This is what's really amazing, right, is... I mean, I know, I mean, we probably have a similar experience of being kind of these weird guys who are into this obscure new technology. But suddenly, to see 30,000 downloads, that's some incredible reach. I mean, that implies that there must be many thousands of developers out there working with Truffle and, obviously, you know, and by extension with, uh, with Ethereum. Right. So... Oh, yeah, so total number of downloads is hard to discern, um, but where I like to sit, or where I like to look at, is the peaks. And so, well, let me step back. What I like to look at is the peaks when I uh, release a new version. And so when I release a new version, that mostly means during that month, all the current users are re-downloading the software. And then a certain set of new users are also going to download that version. And what's interesting about that is every time that happens, the peak is even higher. So my guess, if I had to guess of current Truffle users, is probably between 4,000 and 5,000 right now. It's great for where, where our space is at. I mean, if you compare Ethereum development to any other development environment or language, that's that's currently out there that's amazing hey well this has been really educational thanks a bunch for joining me tim and i can't wait to see how this uh, how this unfolds it's it's really awesome to see absolutely i really appreciate having me and uh, uh this is my favorite podcast in the space <laughs> awesome thanks for listening to state change check out consensusmedia.net for more